So let's go ahead and get into it. I want to talk about old buddy that went on a uh, a un, an unaliving spree in my city, Orlando. Let me pull up this this screenshot. I mean this this thing. Um, <clears throat> so let me talk about this. Because this is kind of, I ain't going to say close to home, but it kind of is. So let me show y'all. <clears throat> so y'all heard about Keith Melvin Moses. What well, we know about the suspect in the deadly Pine Hill shooting. So Pine Hills, right? That's in Orlando, in case you guys don't know. I'm from Orlando. Live here now. And I've spent... Let me see. I used to live in Pine Hills, right? Pine Hills has a reputation or a nickname known as Crime Hills. That's what that's what a lot of people refer to it as. Because uh, unfortunately, a lot of a lot of things be going down in the Pine Hills area, right? And I lived out there for over 20 years. So I'm I'm, you know, pretty familiar with it. You know what I mean? This dude, I never met this dude. This dude's 19, so I, I don't know who the heck this kid is. But I just discovered yesterday he is actually the he's actually one of my homeboy's younger cousins. All right? This dude I've been knowing since we were teenagers. This is his, this is his actual younger cousin that did this. So in case you guys don't know, I mean I'm pretty sure you guys do know, but I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you what happened. So this 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 dude Keith. Let's see if we can find his mugshot. Keith uh, Melvin Moses. Let's see if they got a. Here we go. Let me show you him right here. So this is my homeboy's younger cousin. Right? Like I said, I just I just discovered this yesterday. I didn't even know. So this dude was walking down this street called Hastings. Right. I'm very familiar with Hastings Avenue. I think it's called Hastings Avenue or Hastings Street. I don't know one of them. My grandmother, you know, before she passed away, but she used to live probably like two, two or three streets over from where all this went down. And also, remember uh, that singer Sammy? Who remembers singer Sammy? Singer Sammy. Who remembers him? He used to, have a, he used to sing some songs back in the day. Well, Sammy, he went to high school with my brothers. He was like two years behind them in high school. Sammy's mother was arrested a couple weeks ago for killing this, this light-skinned woman right here. Right? She just she just was on, she she just was shooting. She just pulled a gun out and just started randomly shooting at cars. And she, one of the bullets hit this young woman as she was coming home from the grocery store. Well, that shooting took place on the very next street over from where this dude went on his shooting spree. Like, they're in, literally in the same area, like one street apart from each other for the most part, right? So this dude was walking down the street, right, Hastings. It's kind of the hood, but it's not like ultra, ultra hood. But, then, you know, we might have to reclassify it as ultra hood because in that area, like I said, my grandma used to live out there before she passed 
it, it was it was a lot of crazy. You know, there were some there were some things that have happened over the years out there. You know what I mean? But uh, anyway, see, he walking down the street. Shout out to Sexy Red. Appreciate that. So she, so my man, so I was say my man, this dude walking down the street and this other dude and this woman are in this car. The, the dude's driving the car and the woman's in the passenger. For some strange reason, they decide to pull over and offer this dude a ride. Now the street he's walking down is a residential street, right? It's a bunch of houses. It's not like he's on a main street or anything. It's a bunch of houses on this road. So old buddy gets into the car and less than 30 seconds later, I'm not, and this is what the guy that was driving said. So he got into the car. He was sitting behind the female, right? Dude that was driving, say, less than 30 seconds later, he pulled his gun out and blew her brains out. Like, he did, they didn't even know him. He just pulled the strap out and blew her brains out. So, obviously, old buddy driving stops the car or whatever, nigga with the gun, hops out, runs away. Police come, swarm the area. They're investigating a the homicide. They got, the, they got the helicopters. They got the news crews out there. And your man, he's just hiding out, just, just you know, hiding out in the neighborhood for the most part. Couple, so this happened like 11 o'clock in the morning. So after the police left, all the news crews left. I want to say around like four o'clock ish. There was there was one news crew that didn't leave the scene, right? Which is where this guy comes into play. This white dude right here. His news crew was still out there. Oh, buddy comes back to the crime scene, and he just starts unloading on these on the news crew. Shoots both of them. Kills this guy. This guy graduated from a UCF, the college down here. Kills him. The other journalist, I think he was the cameraman, he's in the hospital. And then he goes and pulls a kick door. Oh, buddy goes and pulls a kick door. Busts into the house. Shoots a woman and shoots her nine-year-old daughter and kills the nine-year-old daughter. So he, he done shot like five people and killed three. Didn't know none of them. And shout out to my younger brother. My younger brother's in the house. He says, Pine Hills is not the problem, buddy was just crazy. Uh, we're going to have to somewhat agree to disagree on that. Buddy, uh, buddy was crazy, but Pine Hills has a, it has a reputation that it has developed over the years. And you know that, so stop fronting. But that's that's this is actually my real-life younger brother, the ones that's in law school, and his wife just gave birth to my niece about a month ago. So shout-out to my brother. Matter of fact, does my brother have a wrench up in here? I didn't even give my brother a wrench. Give my, let me wrench my brother up. Hold on. Uh, what is this? Oh, we got we got options for moderators. It says you could be a managing moderator, so you can manage block words. All right, we're gonna we're gonna mob my brother. All right, all right, T, you got a you got a wrench now. But so, anyways, he goes out there and does all that crap, right? And then so we're in the group chat yesterday. Me, my brothers, and a couple of our homies, 
And one of our homies was like, that's his younger cousin. We're like, what? That's your cousin, nigga? And so he starts telling us about how his cousin been off his rocker ever since he was a kid. He was like his cousin when he was a kid. I don't know how old he was. Stuck his finger or some metal thing into, a, into an electric socket. Shocked himself, electrocuted himself or something. And he says his cousin ain't been right ever since. Right? And then I was looking at this dude. I was like, have I seen this little jit before? And the reason why is because my barbershop that I go to is not too far from where this incident happened i go to like this hood barbershop right you know them niggas be in there playing trap music it'd be <laughs> it'd be it'd be women it'd be women bringing their kids up in there little two-year-old and three-year-old babies and they in there playing the latest mumble rap bitches and you know just just it, it just be some ratchet stuff but the problem is these niggas can cut hair real good <laughs> So it was like, ah, what other option do I got? I got to go here. But it'd be a lot of hood niggas that come in here. And I'm like, damn, has this nigga been in my barber shop? I crossed paths with this dude. And I don't know because, you know, where I live at, all these young Negroes, they all look like this. They all got their dreads. Look, I don't I don't get the fascination with the, this, this particular style of dreads. So maybe it's me just stereotyping, saying all these niggas look alike, but they all do look alike. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you didn't see the group chat, Ty? Go to the group chat and see what and see what our friend uh, Danny said. Danny said that's his younger cousin. Go to the group chat, nigga. Put the baby down and, and get up on this group chat. But I'm like, damn, I wonder if I've crossed paths with this dude at my barbershop. You know what I'm saying? Because I go, because that street where, where Singer Sammy where his mother shot some people, I travel up to get to my barbershop. I go down that street all the time, right? And where old buddy shot up all these people, that's like literally like two streets over. I mean, the street, it kind of, does it connect to it? I don't know if it directly connects to it, but it's like two streets over. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I be up and down in that area all the time because I got to go to the barbershop. You know what I'm saying? And plus, like I told you before my grandmother passed, my grandmother used to live literally around the corner from where all this crap happened. And I used to be over there all the damn time. But so, like I say, here's the nine-year-old girl that he, he uh, shot. Nine years old, just, just kicked the door down. I'm assuming he pulled a kick dough. And went in there and just blasted her. And then when the cops, so they got, they got video footage of him getting taken down by the cops, right? So he's walking down the street. Police hop out. They got the they got the weapons drawn, and your man's talking about what I do, what I do, and they tackle him to the ground, and then they took the burner, took the gun off him. It was like the gun was still hot, like he just got finished blasting. You know what I'm saying? But this little nigga is only 19 years old, y'all. Three homicides, shot five people, killed three people. Didn't know none of these people. Because when I first heard it, I thought it was like a lover's quarrel. Like, you know, some nigga done killed this girl. He go, yeah, I'm not going to play the video footage, but here, here's when they actually took him down. Your man, and here's the thing. Look at the wardrobe. Your man's got on skinny jeans that are sagging with some slides on. So here, here's what, listen. When I, 
I, I have to get, I have to tell my wife this crap. I'm like, listen, babe, when you out in public doing your thing, shopping, whatever, and I'm not with you, you need to be careful. If you see niggas with dread skinny jeans and Nike slides on, you need to, you need to get away from them niggas. <laughs> I know it sounds racist and prejudice and, and all the other ists that are out there, but my thing is you can't be taking chances with these youngins. You, you, cause listen, we got this mall down here called Millennia Mall. Millennia Mall is like the quote unquote rich people's mall. They got all the high end stores up in there. Gucci, Louis Vuitton, uh, uh, all, all the crap, all the expensive designer labels, right? The thing about going to this mall, right? You go up there, I think they used to have a spot where you could, you know, whatever. Anyways, you go to this mall. There's a there's a um there's a rapper down here named Glock Nine. Anybody heard of rapper Glock Nine? Uh, Glock Nine rapper. Glock 9 used to be signed to Cash Money. He grew up around the way, not too, too far. Matter of fact, where he grew up at, off a street called Mercy Drive, I got to go down that street all the time to take my damn Jeep to the dealership because the dealership is on that damn street. And the little projects he grew up in is like literally less than a quarter mile up the street. So he used to be signed to Cash Money. All right? You see he got the dreads here. This nigga, so this nigga had a deal with Cash Money Records, signed by Baby. There was a video of him actually signing his contract with Baby some years ago. This little nigga is sitting in prison right now, probably going to be in there for a hot little minute. And there's another rapper out here called Hot Boy. Hot Boy Rapper. Notice the dreads. Notice the dreads. He's another nigga from Orlando. Well, him and Glock 9, they don't like each other, right? They got beef because they want to be the top dog. But I think Glock 9 is crazier because, see, let me tell you about this nigga, right? So while Glock 9 got a, he got a record deal when he should be in the, in the recording studio making music, before he got arrested, Glock 9 was running around doing drive-bys on niggas at the Millennium Mall. Remember, I just told you the Millennium Mall is the mall full of rich people, right? Or it's the rich people's mall. He at the mall doing drive-by shootings at the mall. This nigga, he got a cousin that's a rapper down here, a little up-and-coming rapper. And his cousin was starting to make, make a name for himself, you know, at least in the city. I ain't never heard his music, but, you know, he was starting to get a little buzz or whatever. I don't know. This nigga got so jealous of his own cousin that he went by his aunt's house where his cousin lives and shot up his own auntie's house. Like, that's just how crazy and deranged these niggas are down here. I know y'all think Disney World, Mickey Mouse, and all that. Look, that, that's, that's the side of Orlando that brings in all the money for pretty much the entire state of Florida, <laughs> for the most part, right? But in the shadow of Mickey Mouse's big-ass ears, it's some, it's some crazy niggas in this city, man. This Negro was jealous that his own cousin was starting to make a name for himself rapping, that he went and shot up his own auntie's house because he was jealous of his own cousin, which led to the beef he had with this rapper because he wants to be known as the one and only rapper that comes up out of Orlando. 
right? I mean, so th these niggas are crazy now. These niggas are crazy, right? And so when I tell my wife, when she be out in public, I be like, babe, you gotta, you gotta listen. If I'm not with you and you're a female, you gotta be careful because down here in Orlando, getting back to the Millennium Mall, you had some niggas not too long ago. They would be like the Millennium Mall. You go up there now, it's a bunch of dusty hood niggas up in there, right? What they be doing, you be in there shopping. You know how niggas going to the Louis Vuitton store. You got your Louis bag. You got your Gucci bag. You come out with your Gucci bag. You got to watch who's looking at you. Because these niggas will follow you to the parking lot and pull that, pull that piece out on you in the parking lot and rob you. And what they did, a couple of these niggas, what they was doing, there was this one story about this white chick. She was in the mall just popping tags, just going on a shopping street. She hop out. She go. She go to the car. She don't see. She don't see Pookie and them following her. Pookie and them follow her all the way to her crib. And as soon as she pulled up in the driveway, Pookie and them pulled out with the blickies and put them pistols in her face and robbed her ass. Like that. That's what these niggas. That's what these niggas is on down here. I'm pretty sure they on that shit in y'all cities. But everybody doesn't really think of Orlando in that light. No, these niggas are crazy down here too. You know what I'm saying? Which leads us back to. This, this bozo right here. So now we get to the conversation where people be like, solutions. We need solutions, man. Yeah, well, my brother says you can't be out here flexing like that. I get it. Listen, I went to the Millennium Mall to go buy my wife a, a, a pair of, what do you call them? Them red bottom heels that everybody likes. I can't, Louboutin heels. I paid, I paid a pretty penny for them damn heels, right? Soon as I got my bag, nigga, I beeline straight to my car because I was like, I ain't hanging out. I, I can't, I can't let niggas see me carrying this bag because I, you know, the whole time I'm walking to my car, um, I'm looking over my shoulder because look, I, I, I just can't trust niggas. You know what I'm saying? I can't trust them. I'm sorry, I cannot trust skinny niggas with dreadlocks and slides, you know, with, with, with skinny jeans. I can't trust them. I had to go straight to the whip. I got this bag. I had to go straight to the whip. Can't have niggas pulling the piece out on me. And I'm trying to buy some shoes for my wife. You understand what I'm saying? Had to get up out of there. Couldn't be, couldn't be walk. I wanted to go to the Apple store and look for something for me. I was like, nah, I'm gonna just go home and get on and, and shop online. I'm gonna go to Amazon. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm an online shopper now. You damn right. GB profiling like a motherfucker. I'm sorry. I profile. I profile's hard. I get, you got to. Unfortunately, you got to. Cause you got you got niggas out here like this, and you don't know who they are and when they just gonna set it off. You know what I'm saying? You hate to sound like that, but nigga, you got to sound like that because niggas is hella crazy out here. And so this leads to this whole thing with solutions. You know, you know, everybody be like, "What the solution is?" And listen, I'm gonna tell y'all like my favorite news YouTuber, Akatunde Nation. Y'all know who Ak Nation is. If you don't, go sub to him. Ock says there are no solutions. And I'm, I'm in 100% agreement with it. There ain't no midnight basketball programs. There ain't no IT courses I can put together. There ain't no big brother, uh, big brother club programs. Like, so, listen, we, we have to get to this point, ladies and gentlemen, that when it comes to the Negro delegation, that some niggas are just doomed from birth. Like they come out the womb on some crazy shit. We, we, we have to get to this point. 
and recognize that there isn't really a damn thing you can do to change this because these Negroes, I know everybody likes to give the excuse of poverty and white supremacy and the man holding me down. No, you got niggas that are, they, they want to do this because they want to do it. They get a they get a thrill out of it. And then some of y'all will be like, well, mental illness. I don't give a shit what it is. You know what I'm saying? The reality is some of these niggas cannot be changed. They are doomed from birth, unfortunately. You, you, can't, you can't fix it. You can't say, hey, go learn IT from Tech G. Nah, because here's the thing. I got a cousin that's uh, a, a preacher, right? He's my second cousin, right? He has a church in that he has a church literally down the street. We're talking like maybe a mile or two down the street from where this incident happened, where this nigga shot up them people. It's literally like a mile and some change down the street, right? About a year or so ago, I was talking to my cousin because my cousin, he's like well-known all over the city. I was like, hey, cuz, I want to come through and set up an IT program teaching young black, mostly young black people IT on how they can get into cybersecurity because there ain't a lot of black folks that work in tech it's a whole bunch of cybersecurity jobs. I know how to teach this stuff really well. I got an extensive background. I got 20 years of working in tech. About seven or eight of them years, I actually taught it in some capacity. Like, how about I come through to your church because he had the space. I set up like a computer lab up in there in one of them rooms you got. And I just start teaching tech to the peoples. I'm like, you know, not that that didn't go that didn't uh, that idea didn't come to life for various reasons, but now that I think about it, I'm like, damn, <laughs> what if I did bring that idea to life with my cousin, and I'm in here giving computer classes, and this little nigga busts up in my class. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, like, what if it had been him? Because, like I say, this literally happened probably like a mile down the street from where my cousin's church is. You know what I mean? Here I am thinking, because you, know, you know how people be like, what you doing for the communities? What you doing for black peoples? You know, you know how black folks love to, love to say that crap, right? So your boy G. Dill was like, I'm going to do something for the peoples. I'm, you know, I'm going to do something. You know how niggas be always like, oh, you... You think you better than us. I'm, I'm going to come back and help the peoples. I got all this arty smarts. I going to do something. <laughs> Nigga, no. I would do my thing on the internet. <laughs> from the safety of my community, from the safety of my home, surrounded by all these white folks who cut their grass and pay their property taxes. I will, I will teach IT over the internet. As much as I would like to go to the hood and help, I just don't, I, I just don't know if that's a good idea. For my personal safety. You know what I'm saying? I'm older now. I'll be 43 years old in, in, in less than, in, I'll be 43 in April. I'm not 22 anymore, 23. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna be out there fighting niggas. Last physical fight I got into, I was 19 years old. I ain't fighting niggas. I ain't, listen, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to live a life where I can avoid confrontation 
and, and Negro nonsense, which is why I live around all these white folks for the most part. I got some black folks out here too, but whatever. But here I am thinking, man, if I could just, you know, me and my cousin could work something out, I could be in there teaching the people's IT. <sighs> I, I don't think so. I, I don't know, bro. Because I don't want to be done. Yeah, somebody said it. I don't want to be done like they did, how, how they did our, our buddy Nipsey Hussle. You know what I'm saying? Nipsey Hussle out there trying to give niggas jobs to work in his t-shirt store. He over here buying up the block. He over here trying to open up little computer centers to teach the youngins. Here come Eric Holder, a.k.a. Shitty Cuz, who just got sentenced to 60 years in prison. Here he come, just gunning Nipsey down. But Nipsey should have never been out there. Nigga, you're a famous rapper. Like, he was famous at that point. Like, you may not have been too, too familiar with his music, but everybody knew who Nipsey Hussle was. Like, nigga, why are you out there? We're not going to blame him because that was his property. He could be out there. But still, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man, Keep It Techie. YouTube and IG will have to do when helping people. Yeah, Keep It Techie. Listen, we, we can teach niggas over the internet, B. <laughs> As far as I know, bullets cannot travel through uh, Ethernet cables. So we're good. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, literally like a year or some change ago, I was head up. I, I was dead. I, I was on a mission. I was over here researching how to start a, 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 a what do you call them? A nonprofit. I, I, was go, I was going, I was over here researching how to get grants. I was doing the whole shebang. I was like, yo, I really want to take my, my arty smarts and give back to those less fortunate because I work in an industry where I know it's not a lot of black folks that work in this industry. And there's a lot of people like on my tech G channel and my tech G training program where I'll be teaching people over the internet. Most of my students are, well, all of them are black except for one. I got one white dude I'm teaching right now, but in the rest of all my other students are black. But the main reason all these black folks come to me is because they, they, they feel they can relate to me as opposed to going to my white counterparts who do the same thing. That's, that's the main reason why they, they fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Plus I know my stuff, but they fuck with me just off the strength that I'm black. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, 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 that's like the number one reason. And so here I am, I'm thinking I could take these same talents, take them offline and put them into the real world and actually try to have a positive impact in my city. Right. Well, I'm out here helping youngins get their career started in tech so they can go out there and get paid. Like, nigga, you ain't even got to go to college to get it booming. Like, my, my younger brother, the one that's in the chat, he's a twin. His twin brother that ain't got no college degree. And his twin brother makes well over 100 racks a year doing tech. So I'm like, yo, I can, I can actually show these niggas how to get it popping. But the problem is these little niggas out here are crazy. It's like I used, to, I used to think about it. I was like, man, if I, if, I, if I found a way to open up this spot, whether it was through my cousin or I was able to get some type of money. And because I talked to my uncle, my uncle, you know, my uncle that lives up up in uh, northern Florida. He was telling me to go holler at the uh, local politicians in my area. He was like, for what you're trying to do, he was like, nigga, they'll probably throw money at you and they'll probably give you a building for free because ain't nobody doing that. And then I talked to my aunt. She was saying, she said the same thing. She know another politician, 
one of my aunts know a politician out here, a little local politician. She was like, yeah, if you holler at this chick, she'll probably just throw you the stuff for free. Meaning they'll, they'll probably just, just, just off the, just because I'm in tech and I'm trying to educate black folks, they'll probably open up the floodgates for me with grants, free building, free rent, like all this crap. You know what I'm saying? Just because nobody's doing it. And plus, you know, we got a Democrat in office. <laughs> Everybody's hyper woke. You know, I'm not a fan of the wokeness, but I will use it to my advantage if I can use it. So I was like, man, maybe I should get it booming. Go holler at the mayor or whoever the hell I got to talk to. Figure out, you know, find a way to work it in there. And they probably just open up the floodgates to me. But then I was like, damn, if I open this up, I think it's going to respect my shit. If I open this up, am I going to have to put put uh put put bars over the windows? You know what I'm saying? Put some old James Bond secret spy code stuff up in there with laser beams at fry niggas if they try to break into my bit. Like, am I going to have to worry about niggas breaking into my shit and stealing my stuff? Am I going to have to worry about somebody coming up in there talking about, oh, you think you all that, you already smarty, yellow, mixed breed nigga. And then next thing I know, I got, I got Keith Moses putting guns in my face. Am I, am I going to have to worry about that? And, I, you know, we don't want to talk about that crap, but we can't act like that stuff don't happen. The next time some, some nigga gets killed by a cop and niggas want to go start burning crap down and riding in the streets, are they going to mess with my stuff? <laughs> like, I got to think about these things. Like, like, you have to think about these things if you're trying to do something for the community, whether it's on some nonprofit or for-profit stuff. You got to think about this crap, man, because you got psychopaths walking around like this. That'll just set it off at any minute unprovoked just because they want to do it no rhyme or reason you know what i'm saying you could be the nicest person in the world to these people that i mean that that dude and that woman the, the woman he first killed they offered this little nigga a ride you know it's hot down here in florida you know what i'm saying even if you're from here it's still hot <laughs> you know what i'm saying and you outside walking down the street it can get a little toasty out here. So they offer him a ride. They probably had some cool AC in the car. He pulls out the blicky and just blows her brains out. Just, just, just on a random whim. So you got to worry about little niggas. Like, so you got to worry about niggas like this. So it just begs the question, are there solutions for the community? I, I, I listen, I'm, I, I don't think I hear Here's what I think the solution. I don't think there are no real solutions, but here, here's a possible solution. The possible solution is you got to separate yourself from these niggas. Like, they, well, listen, we need to go. We listen. We might need to go to some old, some old. Uh, 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 I'm, I'm not trying to say the word because of YouTube, but we we might need to start putting, you know, the the black version of the star David on people's arms. You know, like 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 your buddy uh, Adolf used to go around identifying the small hats. We might need to come up with something where we can, we can put something on these niggas' arms that indicates that these are niggas and then these are black folks because, you know, you don't know who's who, unfortunately. We got to separate from these people. And then when you do separate, 
you can't be bringing these niggas around the way. It's like, let's just say you move out to the burbs, all the black, all the good minded black folks. They move out to the burbs, right? Some good Negroes. They're they cutting their grass. They ain't parking a, they 86 uh, box Chevys on the damn grass. You know what I'm saying? They're out there manicuring their lawns. Kids is out. Well, kids don't go outside these days, but you know, whatever. Niggas got decent cribs. They taking care of their crap because they care about their community. You can't let Junebug and, and all them ratchet-ass relatives come, come to the spot. You can't do it. If you want to meet up with them, you got to go to their crib. You want to have family functions, you got to go to their spot. Or go, go to a park. You can't bring them around the way because once you let one in, that's it. That's it. That's, that's like a you know, that's, that's like a little ant. You know, a little ant that finds a finds one crumb on the ground. He eats it, brings uh, brings it back to the nest, and now you got a whole line of ants just coming. You you, you we we might have to get to this point, man. You know what I'm saying? And I know that's not the popular thing to do because all you niggas are all about black folks and umgawa black power and and everybody's hyper woke. Listen, G Dizzle is not hyper woke. G Dizzle is awake. I'm not woke. I'm awake. <laughs> Eyes wide open, nigga. And when it comes to me and my family, I ain't trying to be around no crazy niggas. I was telling my wife the other day, or was it yesterday? I was like, listen, if this neighborhood starts getting blacker and blacker, we moving. We moving. I mean, I, listen, I'm, I'm putting the house on the market. We getting up out of here. And, and you know, some of y'all gonna be like, oh my goodness, why would you do that? Why would I do that? Because I know what's coming next. I know what's coming next. Box Chevys. Booming, knocking pictures off the wall, niggas parking all in the ground. I know what's coming next. I'm moving. I don't care what you call me. Call me a coon. I'm going to coon it up. I'm going to show you niggas how to be the best coon in the world. I'm going to show, because I'm getting the hell up out of there. I only, I only, got, a, I only got a tolerance for so many Negroes. <laughs> I told y'all, I'm trying to be the, listen, I'm hella light-skinned. I'm trying to be the darkest Negro in the neighborhood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If too many niggas, I, I got to go because I know what's coming next. Skinny jeans and, and Nike slides and dreads is coming next. I know what's coming next. Just saying. I, you know, I hate to be that way, but damn, man. It's just like, what, what else can you do? What else can you do? You know what I mean? What else can you, I mean, these, these niggas are, are psychopaths out here. They are psychopaths. They just, I mean, look at this is what happened. This is your man smirk on his face after he got arrested. He done shot five people, killed three, killed this little baby right here. This, this little girl is, is one year older than my son. You know what I'm saying? And he over here with a smirk on his face as he's getting arrested. Like, like, like this crap is funny. I mean, look at this nigga. Look at this nigga. But, 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 but white people do it too. You damn right they do. And guess what? I don't want to be around the motherfuckers either. The ones that do that crap. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I know people are like, you don't want to live in the hood? Nope. I don't want to live in a trailer park either. I want to live around people who cut their grass and pay their taxes, nigga. 
That that's who them the people I want to be around. I want to be around people who uh who go to bed at nine, ten o'clock at night, or at least they in the house and they ain't outside making noise. Cause you know, when I used to live in Pine Hills, when I first moved back down here, right? We used to keep the grass cut, right? So basically, when I moved back down, I sold my house in Georgia and I moved into my parents' old house, right? And was paying them rent until I bought my house that I currently live in. Do you so we we keep we keep the grass fresh, cut, the, you know what I'm saying? Do you know damn near every day I would go outside as I'm getting ready to go to work and there would be trash thrown in my front yard? Because little niggas be walking up and down the street. They got they they sodas, they candy wrappers, sometimes be beer cans. They would literally just throw the shit in people's front yard. I'm like, why don't you just keep your trash in your hands until you get to a trash can? Like, my nigga, why are you throwing trash in people's yards? It every day, damn it, every day I go outside after there there be some trash in my front yard because some little it was mostly some little youngin. They would just throw the shit in the front yard, and it was just hella annoying. I'm like, why? And you hate the stereotype because, like I say, the neighborhood was, you know, it's decent. It's, it's you know, it ain't like it's, it's pretty chill for the most part. But why are you throwing trash in people's yards, B? I got to come out there every morning and pick trash up out the yard. I mean, it was like that for a hot little minute. I'm just like, why? And then so I move out that neighborhood. I'm living in the current house I'm living in now. I got a homeboy that still live over there. He lived directly across the street from my parents' old house. He's still over there. So he posted this video in the group chat the other day, about a week ago. So the so the house, I want to say either one or two houses down from where I was living at, there was a shooting over there, right? So my homeboy, he, he obviously he heard the shots because he was home. So he posted, he got, he got the video captured on his ring doorbell where you see four niggas running from the spot directly past his bedroom window or whatever, or his front door or whatever, going to get into a car to get away. Then my homeboy goes out there and he sees blood on the sidewalk because one of them niggas got shot. You know what I'm saying? And, and this is a fairly decent neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, but the neighborhood's predominantly black. I know some of y'all are like, oh my goodness. I'm like, listen, even in decent neighborhoods, it can get kind of ratchet. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm sorry, man. Listen, I know some of y'all don't want to hear this, but your boy G Dizzle, I'm, I'm just listen, I can only be I, I can only live around so many Negroes. I got a quota. <laughs> I got a quota. They can only be, they can only be, they can they can't be no more than 10% Negroes in the neighborhood. I'm sorry. I got a quota. Because you, you know, some of y'all be like, what about them white? I ain't had no problem. Okay, so we do, let me tell you about my neighborhood. We do got some issues with some white folks. They be these little white teenagers. And what they do, they like to go, we got a community pool out here. They like to go over there and vandalize the damn pool. Like throwing shit in the pool. It's like every month. I'm like, why am I paying these HOA fees? Y'all need to put some cameras up here. 
Y'all need to get George George Zimmerman out here on patrol because these white these white kids are out of control. That that's what they do. They not to my knowledge they ain't out here messing with people's yards, throwing crap in the grass and you know pulling you know pulling kick doors. They out here vandalizing the damn pool. So every time my kids come out, Dad, can we go to the pool and swim? Like, I gotta go check the Facebook group to see if some little white kid done fucked the damn pool up. You know what I'm saying? Which they recently did like two weeks ago. So that, that's the extent of the white folks' issues I got. Right now. Maybe it'll get worse. Maybe a Karen. Uh, I, I think I do got a, a potential Karen out here. But she be taking her little frustration out on other white chicks. Because of how people be parking in the damn streets. But anyways, I'm just saying, are there solutions for the community? I, you know, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think some Negroes are just, they're just hardwired this way. I don't think there's nothing that can be really done. I don't think there's enough educational programs, after school programs. Like, did y'all see that video of that teenage girl? Let me find. Let me see if they got a picture of it. Teenage girl fights teacher. There was a video I saw like a week ago. This black teenage girl fighting her teacher. Don't know what exactly happened. But the teacher was trying to tell the girl to get out the classroom. Girl swings on the teacher. They get the scrapping. Teacher falls down. Teacher breaks her leg. Did y'all see that crap? You see, even with the girls, man, the girls is out of control, too. I can't find a video. So whatever. But I ain't even paying attention to the chat. What y'all in here talking about? My father was like, see all this trash? It's because of litter bugs. Don't be a litter bug. And I was a little bitty, bitty girl. Yeah, I've never been a fan of throwing trash in people's yards. I'm like, that's just like, that's like spitting in somebody's face, man. You know what I'm saying? That's how I view it. I used to go, I used to cut my own grass before I, before I went and found me a Mexican. <laughs> Shout out to, I had a black dude who cut my grass before. He was a, he was a, he was a good dude. Unfortunately, he died. He like, he had passed out in somebody's yard and suffered like a stroke or a heart attack. And then I tried to hire another black dude, but he never called me back. And then I ran into Pablo. Pablo, he been, he been, Pablo come out there on his riding lawnmower with cigarettes all in his mouth. He's smoking and cutting. He don't leave no cigarette butts in my yard. <laughs> cutting it like a champ. So shout out to, shout out to my Mexican, man. But anyways, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know if there's any solutions, man. I think this is going to get worse and worse and worse. I mean, niggas is just really killing people just to kill people. Like, no rhyme or reason. Just, just, just clapping people just to clap them. This is part of the video footage of him getting caught. He had the burner on him. He had the gun on him in his pocket or something like that. They say they took it, they took the gun out and the gun was still hot. I'm 
I'm sorry, man. When I'm out living my life and I see a, I see a young nigga with his hair like this, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to profile. I'm going to stereotype. I got to. I'm sorry. It's, it's just for my safety. I'm, so, I'm sorry. It is what it is. I'm sorry. Call me racist. Somebody called me a bi-racist because I'm biracial. Somebody called me a bi-racist. I was like, that's pretty unique. But I'm going to profile. I'm going to stereotype. But guess what? I'm going to keep on breathing air, too. Because I'm not fucking around with these niggas, man. I'm not fucking around with these niggas. If niggas is in, if, I, if I'm in the store and niggas get getting a little too loud, I'm getting out. I'm leaving. I'm out. Like, even the movie theaters. Me and the wife, we found this new movie theater. This movie theater is expensive as shit, right? Because it's one of them theaters. They got the reclining chairs, but they got the button. You push the button, and somebody comes and delivers the food to you. Like, you ain't got to stand in line. You just, uh, you hit the button. There's there's one of them little movie theater dude comes up to you with his his, uh, little iPad. You order your food from there. And then they go down there, fetch the food, and bring it back to you. All right? Ain't no standing. And then when you go into the movie theater, right before you go in, there's like this big-ass bar. You know what I'm saying? Like top top liquor, top shelf liquor, all that crap. But this movie theater, to get to it from my house is like a 30-minute drive. You know what I'm saying? I was like, we going there from now on. Because the one movie theater that's around the corner from my house, there was some, the, the, the police was up there not too long ago because somebody was up there with a gun doing some crazy shit. I was like, we ain't going there no more. So we, we go, even when it comes to me and the wife going out on movie dates, we going to the most expensive, exclusive shit we can find because we know it probably ain't going to be hardly any niggas over there. We probably going to be the only black folks over there because I don't want I'm just trying to tell I don't want to be around these people, man. I don't want to be around niggas that be, that be looking crazy. They might, they might be great kids, but unfortunately, they, they're developing a bad name. It's leaving a, a sour taste in my mouth, man. I'm sorry. I can't. It's like I be seeing niggas. Let me see. I used to, I used, once upon a time, I used to um, give money to people asking for money on the side of the street. I would only, I would skip all the white folks and give it up. Give. <laughs> Listen, I got, I'm going to tell y'all this something. When I be seeing homeless people, I don't give homeless white people money. I would only give it to black folks. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't know why. I, so, something in me just felt like, you you must have really fucked up to be a homeless white person. Like you must have really fucked up. I would just give my money to black folks, but I ain't even doing that no more. Cause I seen a video of some dude. It was a black dude. I seen this a couple months ago. Black dude asking for money. Person rolls the window down, gives him some money. I don't know how much it gave him. Do you know this nigga pulled a gun out on this person? that just gave him some money pulled a gun out on the person in the car that just gave this person some money. I was like, Oh hell no. So now when I see homeless people, nigga, you, you just homeless. You homeless. Don't, I ain't rolling no windows down. Cause I be seeing these Mexicans out there and Mexicans, boy, they be, they the greatest homeless people in the world. Mexicans be having their kids out there and strollers. 
I'll be like, matter of fact, every time I go to this Home Depot, there's always this, this Mexican woman out there. I think that's her spot. Every time you go out there, she got one or two kids out there in the stroller hugging the block, and it'd be hot. I'd be like, damn, you, you put the kids in the shade or something. Maybe out there with their signs and shit. I don't roll nothing down. Keep on moving. I ain't giving y'all. I, I don't know y'all. I, I don't feel safe. Because you got niggas over here putting guns in people's faces, giving them money now. It's like you can't even you can't even try to be kind. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just I'm just that dude, man. Like I say, this story, I mean, this story just just irked me. Cause I mean, he he just he just went out there and just killed three people he didn't even know. He didn't even know. Them. He just did it because he wanted to do it. One of the victims was a nine-year-old baby girl. Like I said, this girl is one year older. This little baby, she is one year older than my son. He just went in there and just smoked this, this little baby girl. Shot her mother and then killed her. Killed the news reporter. Killed this man. He out there doing the news. Killed him. Shot the uh the, the photographer guy that was with him and then killed that other woman. I don't know where the other I ain't seen a picture of her. I seen one, but I can't seem to find it. But killed that other woman that offered him a ride in the car. I think this is the, the photographer guy that got shot. Oh wait, no, is this somebody else? Oh, I don't know. Anyways. You can't, you know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy. But, you know, if you say something, you racist, you profiling, you hate black people, man, fuck all that. Nigga, I'm, I'm about to be all that because, I listen, I can't, you, I can't take no chances, man. I'm sorry, you just can't take chances. You cannot take chances. Like, I'm even thinking about switching my barbershop now. <laughs> Because in my barbershop, all these niggas be looking like this that come in there. They, they be coming there with a mouthful of gold teeth and dreads. I'm like, all them barbers, they pretty good at what they do. But I'm just like, ugh. Please don't let no nigga shit get set off up in here. You know what I'm saying? One day I thought some nigga shit was about to go down. I'm over here looking for my kids. Like, ah, let me get my kids. We finna get the hell up on out of here because these niggas finna set it off up in here. But it was some older Negroes. But then older Negroes, it was like some crazy Looney Tune shit too. But yeah, man, this is crazy, man. This this dude's 19 years old, man. God, they say he got a criminal history out this out the work. Matter of fact, let's look it up. Let me see. I think I let me see. Did they mention his criminal record in here? Anyway, they say he got a oh yeah, here it is. Let me see. So they say. He got, he's 19. He has a lengthy criminal history to include gun charges, aggravated battery and assault with a deadly weapon, burglary, grand theft charges. I mean, just all kinds of stuff, right? I remember there was this story. Let me see. Uh, daughter charged with shooting person 
Orlando. Let's see. There was this story a couple months back. Oh yeah, right here. So these, so these little these little chicks is out here fighting, and this is off Mercy Drive, where that rapper Glock Nine I was telling you about in the little same project area he he, he lived in or he used to live in. So these two women fighting, right? Well, this woman's dead. She's in jail. Let me tell you what this woman did. So she out here arguing and fighting with this chick. This woman has a book bag on her with a gun in it, right? This woman tells her nine or 10-year-old daughter to grab the book bag, pull the gun out, and shoot this woman. And do you know the daughter did just that? The daughter took the book bag, grabbed the gun, and shot this woman. This happened probably like, when this happened? Like five, six months ago? Oh, this happened back in uh, June. So, yeah, something like that. They arrested the 10-year-old girl, charged her with murder too. But she told her daughter to reach into the book bag, grab the gun, and the daughter grabbed the gun and shot this woman right here on the spot. Killed her. Like, they, they, they even using the kids, y'all. They putting their kids in these situations. You know what I'm saying? You supposed to be a parent and you out here, one, you out here trying to fight somebody in front of your kids. All right, fine. If you're going to fight, at least tell your kids to go in the house. She tells her daughter to pull the gun out and shoot this woman. Ten-year-old going to do what her mama tells her. Ten-year-old pulls the gun out and blows this woman away. You know what I'm saying? craziness out here man there are no solutions <laughs> you know what i'm saying there are no solutions so what are you to do well all you can do as a productive upstanding black person only thing you can do is just get away from these niggas i mean that's it there's nothing else you can do you just have to you just have to make enough money to move the hell away from these niggas. I don't want to hear none of this crap about you You just going to the white peoples. You goddamn right. You You don't want to be in the hood. You goddamn right I don't want to be in the hood. You, you, you damn right. You, you are 100% accurate on all them assessments. Yes. You damn right. I don't want to be around these niggas. I don't want to be in the hood. I, I don't want to be around none of that crap. I want to live as long as I can in peace and tranquility. You damn right. You, you absolutely. Next time people tell you that, be like, yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't want to do that stuff. I don't want to be there. I, I, you, you're right. Yes, man. How did you know? <laughs> you hate yourself. Well, you're correct too. Fine. You know, I'm like, I don't want to be around this crap, man. I just don't. I got kids to raise. I got a family to take care of. You know what I'm saying? I want to own, I want to have some nice shit in my life. I've been working all, I've been working since I was 15 years old. Right? I want to, I want to be able to own some shit. Pass it down to my kids, have the stuff looking nice while I'm living in it. 
my air, my you know, how my, my overall neighborhood and community looking decent. Yeah, I want those things. You, you damn right, I do. Yeah, I do. I want, I want, I want to be able to go outside and not have to worry about random niggas shooting people, whether they white, black, whatever. I, I don't want to be around anybody that's on that fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I, I do not want to live around that crap. You damn right. You a coon? Yes, yes, I am. Captain Coon, yes. Do I gotta go get a, a Davy Crockett raccoon? Matter of fact, Davy Crockett raccoon hat. Remember these? Remember these joints? Matter of fact, who was the Fat Boys? Fat Boys raccoon hat. Who remember this? Those y'all old enough to remember. <clears throat> The Fat Boys, they used to wear these hats. Uh, Marky D, the light-skinned one, I think he just passed away not too long ago. But he used to wear the raccoon hats. Look at Usher. He, uh, listen, I'm about to go get me a raccoon hat and coon it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to go get one. We about to be, we about to be out here stunting on people. Now, it's a little hot in Florida to wear those things. I'll be sweating my ass off wearing one of them things. But I'm just saying. I'm going to show you how much of a coon I can be because I ain't trying to be around these crazy Negroes. I'm sorry. I don't want to be around niggas like this. <clears throat> I don't want to. I don't want to be. Listen, I, I, listen I, I just don't. I'm sorry. When I see niggas with, with dreads like this, my, 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 my alarms go off. My spidey senses start tingling like, ah, oh, this nigga might do. Is this nigga going to go crazy? Let me hurry up and get up out of this store. Let me make sure this nigga ain't following me back to my damn Jeep. <laughs> get the hell away from here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a coon. I hate myself. <clears throat> I'm a bi-racist, white supremacist. So I'm, I'm a... White supremacists and black, I'm all that. Yeah, nigga, fine. Give me all the labels. But I'm, I'm just sorry. I, I just can't. I can't, man. There's <clears throat> <clears throat> my water. Oh, there it is. Just can't. Can't be around this craziness, man. I'm sorry. So anyways, that's all I want to talk about, man. Very tragic. Very tragic. I mean, you just killed, shot five people and killed three of them just, just for the fuck of it. I mean, man. Like, what do you what do you say to that? Just, just, just random people you didn't even know. What do you, what do you do with that? What's up, Royce? Stay away from the ratchet with bonnets too. They always like to raise hell with the cash. <laughs> ah. I know 
know, somebody gonna be like, well, what about the Buffalo shooter? He shot all them black people. Yeah, get his ass the fuck up out of here, too. Anybody. Yeah, this ain't just race specific. I don't want to be around crazy people, period. But I'm just saying this, this look right here, unfortunately, it just it just has, you know, unfortunately, it, it even makes me get a little racist. <laughs> it even makes me side-eye niggas. You know, it ain't just white folks. I be side-eyeing these niggas too. Like, uh, there he is. He got that look. He got that look. There was this, there was this shooting at this place called the Magic Mall. Magic Mall shooting. This happened a few months ago, too. Um, so the Magic Mall, it's like this indoor flea market, right? The niggas be in there just selling all kind of crap. Maybe shooting rap videos out there every now and then. So some of your little niggas decided to roll up in there and rob the uh, one of the vendors in the Magic Mall. Unbeknownst to them, I think this was the vendor. Your man right here, Habib, whatever his name is. Anyways, he pulls the blicky out and blasts one of these niggas. I think he shot two of them. Killed one on the spot. I think two got away into the getaway car, drove it, and then they crashed it. And one of them was shot. I think they got taken to the hospital. I'm not sure if he made it or not. Why didn't this picture load it up? But he and they're just selling his little cheap products. Oh, this ain't a Habib. This is a Hispanic dude. Oh, wait, oh, hold up. Oh, this is a different dude. I think they're using the wrong picture. I don't know who the guy was. I thought that was him. They're saying that's somebody else. But anyways, they went up in there and robbed the spot, shot it up. I mean, not shot it up, but whatever. And it, it was niggas. You know what I'm saying? This is like, come on, son, really? And it was like broad daylight they did this crap, too. It's like, come on, man, really? I told y'all about this one story. There was this, um, let me find it. Now, this was sad right here. Man shot in downtown Orlando. Let me take a real find this. This was kind of sad. Let me find it. So, there was this Hispanic dude, right? I think this white, he was either white or Hispanic or whatever. So earlier that day, I think he had went to the store and bought his daughter a little dress to celebrate her birthday. I think his daughter was like four or five years old. So we celebrating the daughter's birthday earlier that day. I can't find the story. I don't see it. So anyways, oh, I think this is the guy right here. Yeah, I think this is the dude right here that got killed. Yeah, this is him. So, where'd he go? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, this is the story. So, the Hispanic dude, this guy right here, he had like a four or five-year-old daughter. Earlier that day was her birthday. So, he was celebrating with her, went and bought her a dress, you know, doing the whole daddy thing. Later on that night, him and his homeboy decided to go out downtown Orlando. To go party it up, do what it do. 
So anyways, they're leaving, you know, they're bar hopping, doing the whole thing, walking back to their car or wherever the hell they're going. So they got to pass by this breezeway because everybody's on the streets, under the buildings and stuff like that. And they cross paths with this nigga right here. This nigga is a military vet, right? So he's making the military look bad. This nigga gets up off the wall and blocks and blocks the Hispanic dude's path. So the Hispanic dude, like, and this is all caught on tape too. So the Hispanic dude, him and his homie are just walking to wherever they walking, minding their own damn business. And like I say, this is a crowd because downtown Orlando during the weekends, they'll block off certain parts of the street so you can just walk, so pedestrians can just walk all over the place. So they're just walking, going wherever they're going. Yeah, here it is right here. And your man's right here. He he blocks their path of travel. Just, just unprovoked. Guess what? So next thing this nigga does, he pulls a gun out and blasts this dude. Just, just... Just shoots him. Dude ain't say, and like I say, it was all caught on tape. Dude ain't say nothing to him. They just walking like everybody else. Dude gets up, blocks their path of travel, pulls the gun out and just blasts this dude. Kills him on the spot. And like I say, earlier that day was his daughter's birthday that he was uh, celebrating with her. It's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, what was the point? Why? Why would you do that? People like, oh, mental illness, mental this. Like, it's crazy, man. Niggas are out of control, man. The community is out of control. How do you fix that? How do you what what solutions can you have for somebody like this? And this is a vet. There's all kind of VA solutions he could have got. That that couldn't even fix him if he took advantage of him. I'm pretty sure he had, depending upon his discharge paperwork from the from the army, assuming he had an honorable discharge. That means he had access to educational benefits, housing benefits, medical benefits, vocational benefits, all types of stuff. Same crap I got access to. But he just he just randomly pulls a gun out and just shoots this dude that's just walking and kills him on the spot. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with him. He just kills these people on the spot. How do you fix this? What solutions can you come up with this? What solutions for this? What is the solution we need? Can reparations fix this? I don't think so. I don't think, listen, you can break every nigga off half a million or a million dollars in reparations, right? This ain't even going to fix this. That'll, I think I think if you get listen, I think if they give uh, us ADOS, FBA, whatever you want, those of us who descended from a slave, I think if they break us off a million dollars or a half, hell, you, even if you give niggas just five thousand dollars, right? 
I think niggas will lose their minds. There's going to be a lot of niggas out here losing their minds. You better take your $5,000 check and, 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 and put it in the bank account immediately. You better not be out here holding up no money phones because niggas going to be robbing your ass. They coming for, they, they coming for your reparations too. <laughs> I mean, it is crazy out here, y'all. Yeah, I know white folks on some crazy shit too. But we talking about the community. You know what I'm saying? G Dizzle, this is a this is a, a a black, you know, I was officially inducted into the black manosphere the other day. Now I've been around the black manosphere since 2016. But I think I was officially, well, I take that back. No, I've been, so I've been around the black manosphere since two, 2016. Aaron Fountain that guy that runs that, that Manosphere channel where he's watching all our videos, he listed my channel on his website as a Black Manosphere channel. But then I think either Ty City or, or, or Mr. Fantastic, I think they officially inducted me into the Manosphere. I've been saying I've been Manosphere adjacent since forever, but I think, I think people have finally caught on and realized that I'm actually a Manosphere channel. But I just don't cry about BWs all day. I cry about the community and all of the Negro nonsense running rampant out here. That, that's my, my manosphere angle. So that's why I don't really talk about white folks and they craziness. We just talk about the community. The community. We're we trying to save Negroes. But now I, I, don't, I don't know if there's any saving people, man. But yeah, they give everybody $10,000 or whatever. Five thousand. You you just give a nigga five hundred dollars. It's gonna be turn up season out here in these streets. I promise you. So reparations can't even fix this. You know what I'm saying? Free education can't fix this. You can't even give niggas record deals. <laughs> you can't even give niggas record deals. That, that can't even fix it. Look at Young Thug and all them. Niggas a multi-millionaire and still out here trying to kill people. Done did songs with Drake, Chris Brown, all the top rappers. Matter of fact, Young Thug is on the level of Drake. Let, let, you know, let these youngins tell him. He's like up there. This nigga can't even stop trying to kill people. You can't even give niggas... You can't even give a nigga a record deal. You thought, you know, the one thing in the world that's supposed to save these niggas is record deals. Everybody wants to be a rapper. That's the one thing that we was like, man, maybe that can actually save Negroes. Get this nigga a microphone and some studio time and, and, and a music video to put on, 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 on BET or YouTube. That'll save his life. Nah. <laughs> Well, he has a collab with Elton John. Young Thug did a song with Elton John. Are you serious? I don't be knowing none of this. He did a, wait, hold up. Well, I'll be damned. I did not know that. You got this Negro out here doing songs with Elton John. Damn, I did not know that. And he out here, he out here trying to kill people and, and run criminal organizations. That's crazy as hell. I ain't know he did a song with Elton John. 
That's crazy. But yeah, but but record deals, record contracts are supposed to save these niggas, man. It's making these niggas worse. You can't even give them a record deal. What what, what, do you, what can you do? What can you do? I think you, you just have to get away from these people, man. If they're your family members, you got to cut them off. Cut them off. Just be family from a distance. Go visit them. Don't let them visit you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all have to y'all have to embrace the idea of being a coon. Cooning will save your life, man. Cooning will listen. Niggas been calling me a coon on YouTube for years. I think I was probably one of the first niggas on YouTube to embrace the label of being a coon. For those of y'all who've been around my channel for a hot minute, back especially when I had my other channels before they got deleted, I was preaching this cooning stuff since at least 2016, 2017. I was I was hard on the coon train. I, niggas are now just starting to embrace the label of being coons. I've been saying, coon, I was like, cooning will save your life. It'll keep your mind right, your eyes open. You'll be able to examine things objectively for what they are, and it'll help you make rational decisions for the most part. So I never, I never did understand why people were opposed to cooning. <laughs> Like, shit, that's the best thing to be. Fuck is you talking about? Because every, every so-called coon I know, they chilling. I can't name one, one so-called identifiable coon who, who's living a life of struggle and hardship. They all seem to be chilling. So I've been telling niggas to get on this coon bandwagon since forever. Now, I think, I think some of y'all are starting to come around and embrace the idea of the kundalini. And I keep saying, I'm, I'm going to make my kundalini t-shirts. I still own the website Kundalini Tees. I'm going to come up with a Kundalini t-shirt. We need to identify each other, man. We need to identify each other out in these streets, man. We need to have some Kundalini t-shirts with some butter biscuits on them. Butter biscuits is our, our national symbol. <laughs> Get some butter biscuit uh, bumper stickers so we can identify each other, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ah. I'm thinking about I went to listen. Oh yeah, let me tell you about this one. So listen, y'all not people be like education can save people. So let me tell you about this story, right? So I went to Tuskegee University from 1998 2002 out in Alabama. There's this nigga out there named Omar from Jersey, right? It used to be me, Omar, Marlon, and um. What was that other nigga name? Damn, it was this other nigga that used to be a part of our so-called clique. Anyways, me and Marlon, we lived in the same dorm. We used to live in Emory 4. Emory 4, everybody in Emory, everybody in the Emory dorm, it was a male dorm. We all had our own rooms, right? So he lived directly across the hall from me. So I used to be, me and Marlon used to be in each other's room all the time. We used to be in there smoking out, watching Belly, because this is around the time when Belly first came out. I must I must have seen Belly about a hundred damn times in one semester. We would smoke out, drink, 
go to the club, watch Belly, all that crap. So one night, Marlon and Omar, and damn, I can't remember what this other nigga's name was. They, they all went to the club, right? I didn't go to the club that night because I don't think I, I didn't think I had any money. Or I was just really tired. I can't remember. I didn't anyway, I didn't go. They get into a fight at the club with some football players, right? The Tuskegee football players, which I, I was cool with a lot of them niggas on the football team. Because when I first went to Tuskegee, I used to live in uh, Bethune, the, the Bethune, uh, Bethune dorm, right? Bethune Hall. And my first roommate in college was a football player, right? And all the football players lived on my floor. And I, was, I knew all them niggas, right? So anyways, they go to the club. They get into a fight with these niggas. I know these niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I didn't know that they was fighting. So we anyway, anyways, next day rolls around. I think it's a Sunday. We go into the cafeteria to go get breakfast, right? I walk into the calf. I notice all the football players are staring in my damn direction. I'm like, why are these niggas looking at me? I'm talking about we go sit down with our food. Them niggas done shifted position, and it's like the whole football team is staring at us. Now, I'm like, this happened in 90. No, this happened in 2001. So I'm like 20, 21 years old, skinny as shit, right? These niggas in the gym every day lifting weights because they all trying to go to the NFL. They all staring in my direction, me and Marlon's direction. And I'm lost. I ain't know what the hell. I'm like, I know all these niggas. I'm like, why are these niggas staring over? I mean, they're like mean mugging hard. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So anyways, I ate my food. Like I say, he ain't telling me about the fight last night, right? So I eat my food. We eat our food, put our trays up, and we walk out the front of the cafeteria. The front of the cafeteria. Let me show y'all. This is the cafeteria right here. It's called Tompkins Hall. All right, so here's the cafeteria. Here's the front. This is the yard. Oh, y'all, hold up. Something's on my screen. Hold on. All right, so here's the, uh, let me see if I can make it bigger. So here, here's the cafeteria. Here's the yard where everybody be posted up chilling. They used to have a DJ over here. You go down these stairs right here into the student union. But here's the hall. Here, here's, the, y'all, here's the front entrance. The side entrance is over here. So we walked in through the side entrance. Everybody's staring at us. I ate my food. We come. Everybody comes out the front, and we all. Everybody used to be posted up watching people because these stairs are highly uneven. And if you didn't know, if you didn't know about the stairs, there's a chance you was gonna trip and fall down the stairs, and we all be laughing. So, anyways, we walk out the calf. All the football players. I'm talking about like ten of these niggas. Get up and follow us out the cafeteria. So we get down here to the base right here i'm standing right here and the football player i think it was frank and ironically i don't i don't know i don't know if frank was it frank because frank ended up frank ended up going to the nfl and ironically me and him are friends to this day but one of them niggas yelled from the top of the stairs talk that shit now fuck nigga i, I look back I'm like, who are these niggas talking to? I'm like, I don't like, I'm like lost. I'm like a deer in the headlights, right? Talk that shit now, fuck nigga. 
And then one of them yelled out, oh, nah, G-Dub, because G-Dub is my nickname from college. It was like, ah, oh, G-Dub, cool, G-Dub, cool. He ain't got nothing to do with this. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I'm legit lost. I ain't know what was happening, right? So I'm still on the damn thing right here. My homeboy Marlon, he walks down the stairs right here to this area. Like, he's going back in the direction headed towards our dorm. All 10 of them niggas walk down these stairs and proceed to jump his ass on the yard. 10 football player niggas just whooping off on his ass, right? I'm looking like, what you want me to do? Like, I'm cool with you. I'm cool with them niggas. Them niggas are, them niggas are the next best thing to professional athletes. Like, what, what, like what, what can I really do in this situation? You know, we both can't get our ass whipped. Somebody has to be around to tell the story. So I figure I'll tell the story. You know what I'm saying? So Marlon gets his ass whooped, right? So after Marlon gets his ass whooped, I go over there, pick him up, dust him off, walk him back to the dorm. And I'm asking him, like, nigga, what the fuck just happened? Like, why are these niggas whooping your ass on the yard in front of everybody? And then he tells me what happened. Yeah, last night we got into this fight at the club and, and we was drunk and high and talking shit. I was like, you could have told me that before I walked into the calf because I, I would have been out there getting my ass stomped with you and I wouldn't have, wouldn't have had no clue what the hell was going on. All right. So so that's what happened that day. Now, I thought that was the end of it. Right. I thought life went back to normal. So keep in mind, me and Marlon, we live in the same dorm. A couple months go by or a couple weeks or whatever. We live in the same dorm. Marlon lives right across the hall from me. Our other friend, so-called friend Omar from New Jersey, he starts hanging around the dorm. I ain't never really seen Omar in our dorm like that. He used to live in his dorm on the other side of campus. But I noticed Omar is over here more often, right? And then when I see Omar, he'd be in Marlon's room, and they see me. They, they started, they closed the door. one Because one day there was this girl in there, and they closed the door. And I was thinking, oh, they finna go in there and run trains or do whatever they do. I ain't paid it no mind, right? So fast forward a couple weeks, about maybe a week or two later, I'm in my dorm room, knocked out sleep. It's probably like three o'clock in the morning. I'm in there just, just, just knocked the hell out sleep. Next thing I know, I hear somebody beating on my door. Boom, 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 boom. Open up. We know you in there. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? First thing I'm thinking like, are these football player niggas on my door? I open the door. It's the campus police, right? campus security and the goddamn police so the police they they grab me up take me to the station and i'm sitting in the station lost like why am i here at three o'clock in the morning and they're asking questions i'm wiping sleep out my eye i'm like do i need a lawyer like they didn't even put they didn't even put me in handcuffs they just took me to the station right I'm lost like shit. Like, I don't know what is going on. So after about two hours of being in the station, they let me go. It's five o'clock in the morning. They didn't even give me a ride back. I had to walk back. <laughs> Luckily, the station wasn't that far, but still, I had to walk back at like five o'clock in the morning, right? So I go back to my room and go to sleep. Now, here's the thing. I've never seen Marlon or Omar again after that. That was my last time seeing them was earlier that night. Y'all like, what happened? So here's what ended up happening, 
right? So this, this ties into my story about are there solutions? So here, I, even higher education isn't a solution. So here's what happened. Earlier that night, before the police was banging on my door, Marlon came to my room to ask to borrow a skull cap from me. I didn't think nothing of it because, you know, we was in Alabama. I think it was during the winter months. I, I just gave him my skull cap because I, I was in my room watching TV and about to go to sleep. I, I didn't think twice about it, right? Well, what he does with the skull cap, remember I said he was in the room, it was him and Omar and this girl. Turns out they were in the room plotting a homicide on one of them football players, right? And they were going to use the girl as bait for the football player. So what they ended up doing, they had the girl go meet up with one of the football players, this little light-skinned chick. She met the football player, went up to the room with this nigga, and she slept with this nigga, right? So as the football player nigga is walking the girl out the dorm, Marlon and Omar ran up on this nigga and stabbed him up and tried to slice his throat in the hallway. Like, tried to kill this nigga. Like, they shanked him up. They tried to slice his throat, but they, I, 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 I don't know nothing about slicing throats, but they didn't do it right. The nigga lived. This, I remember this nigga. This nigga was from Miami, Florida. I, I used to talk to him every now and then when we was outside on the stoop. But they was in there plotting a murder, right? They used that girl. She went in there and slept with this nigga. And then when he was done smashing, walking her out the dorm, they attacked him in the, in the stairwell stabbed him and tried to slice his neck and kill him. Well, I ain't seen, and, and like I say, how I got caught up in it is because I was known for hanging out with these niggas, right? But totally unbeknownst to me, they, them niggas was actually plotting a murder, right? The entire time. And then I started getting worried because I was like, oh shit, I gave this nigga my goddamn skull cap. You know what I'm saying? My DNA is all over this damn skull cap. And I'm thinking, damn, did he go out there and try to kill a nigga with my skull cap and my DNA on the shit? You know what I'm saying? And like, these are niggas I was rolling with for like two years of being at school. We used to see each other all the time. You know what I mean? These niggas getting jumped. Don't tell me about it. I'm almost getting jumped. These niggas over here plotting murders. Thank God they didn't tell me about this. I wouldn't have participated anyway. But I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I ain't seen them niggas since, right? I imagine they got locked up. I, I literally haven't seen them niggas since 2001. That night the police came, I ain't seen them niggas since. Don't know what. I tried looking them up. Don't know what happened. But you know who I did see? I saw a few months later towards the end of the second semester, that football player nigga came back and he was on campus. Scars on his neck, his face. Nigga, I felt bad. I went over there and spoke to the nigga. I was like, yo, you know I ain't had nothing to do with that shit. And he was like, yeah, I know you ain't had nothing to do with it. It was your homeboys and shit. I was like, yeah, because nigga, I was like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, niggas is actually at college plotting murders using 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 chicks to sleep with niggas 
And then what ended up happening with the chick, I think like after the incident happened, word got around. Obviously, word got around. I want to say like a couple of days later, she in the cafeteria. And I think like four or five niggas jumped her in the cafeteria, started whooping on her ass in the calf. Like I want like football player niggas like pounced on this chick and was giving her the business. And I ain't seen her ever since. Right. I think she ended up leaving school and all this. I don't, I don't know what happened to her. I don't know. Maybe she got charged and I, I don't really know. But you know, I, I tell that story to say, I don't even know if higher education is, is even a mechanism for saving some niggas. Cause I was with niggas who were in college going to school these niggas was in, I think, I think Marlon was a, a engineering student and, and um, Omar, I think he was, a, he was either a, a biology student or a business student. It was, it was one of them degrees. These, these are like the so-called educated Negroes. I'm hanging out with these niggas almost every fucking day. We, we smoking out, we drinking, we going to the club. We, you know, we doing all the things you're supposed to do as a college student. Just getting it in. Whole time, I'm hanging out with some some fucking sociopaths. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Didn't know it. These niggas is in the dorm room plotting full blown homicides, getting chicks to 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 use as bait so they can lure niggas out and and, and stab them up. Like th these are niggas I'm with every day in college that I see. Had no clue. That they was on some shit like that until the night the police was banging on my door. And I'm like, why am I at the police station at three o'clock in the morning? Then to discover these niggas out here trying to kill niggas because the nigga got jumped on the yard about a month or so earlier. Like they literally planned this shit over the course of a month or some change. Because, like I say, after that jump happened, I noticed Omar was in our dorm a lot. We would never really see him in our dorm because this dorm was way on the other side of campus. We would always link up on the yard and at the cafeteria, and that's where we all collaborated. But I noticed after that, he was at our dorm a lot. And then I noticed that girl was in our dorm a lot as well. I ain't never seen her before. I mean, I've I, I never seen her around campus before. But like I say, at the time, I thought that this was just some chick they, they was having some group activities with. You know what I'm saying? That's what I thought was going on. So I ain't say nothing. The whole time they in there plotting how to kill a nigga. And then got my goddamn skull cap with my DNA. Because I, I ain't never seen the skull cap again. I don't know where that shit at. You know what I'm saying? Had my DNA all over the shit. Out there, out there trying to kill niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Craziest. And this is at college. Crazy as hell, man. So I don't even know if there's a solution for all this crap. I used to think it was. I used to come up with solutions out the yin-yang. Yeah, do this, do that, do this, do that. Man, nah, nah, nah. I'm sitting back just reflecting over my life like, shit, I should have seen the signs years ago. I should have been, I should have came to this conclusion that that night I was taken to the police station at 3 o'clock in the morning. I should, or matter of fact, when I found out exactly what happened, after I started putting the pieces of the puzzle together, I should have been right then and there. Ain't no solution for niggas. I should have been on this shit since 2001. You can't even, you can't even take niggas to college, B. Give them an education. These niggas is trying to kill people. 
and I'm hanging with these niggas every day. Had no clue. Crazy, man. I don't know about that. I mean, we got sociopaths in the military now. I was in the military shit. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's 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 crazy though. So, anyways, that's all I want to talk about, man. Um I don't know if there are solutions. I think you just have to do your best to stay away from from you gotta trust your instincts. If if you feel like something ain't right, don't even hesitate, man. Just just get away. Just be out, Chuck Deuces. You ain't gotta get no reason. Just be out. If people be like, "Oh, you prejudiced, you stereotyping, you profiling," fuck them, fuck them. Because what you want to do? Would you rather? Would you rather stereotype somebody, profile them? Would you rather do that? Or would you rather or would you rather come across a nigga like this and him put a damn gun to your brains and blow it out just because he ain't got nothing better going on that day? Like, which one is probably the better alternative? The profiling, the stereotyping, or coming across this nigga right here? Or coming across this nigga right here? Or hanging out with them niggas I was hanging out with in college. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Before they before they did that fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like which one would you rather be with? You know what I'm saying? Which one is probably the, the best solution for your life? At the ripe old age of almost 43 years old, wife and two kids, nigga, I'm going with the instincts. If it don't feel right, nigga, I'm up out of there. And I will call the police on your ass with the quickness. Because I don't want to hear about this crap. You know how niggas be like, man, the police is they's always arresting and, and doing stuff. Well, does anybody ever stop to think, who's calling the police? Anybody ever stop to think about that? More than likely, it was some other Negro in the community who was a victim of the other black person, and they called the police on that. It's kind of like, what, what was that dude up in... Uh, Wisconsin that that got shot in the back seven times and then everybody was all outraged he didn't do nothing until it came out that he was in there sexually harassing his sexually assaulting his baby mama and then took her car and tried to take her car right but we supposed to feel sorry for this nigga because when the cops showed he out here wrestling with the cops and shit had a knife on him but everybody just totally ignored the fact that he just sexually assaulted his baby mama. And she was the one that called the police on this nigga. You know what I mean? Like, we, we just totally forget about, well, who called the cops? Was there a reason why the cops were called? Because nine times out of ten, there's oftentimes a reason. We don't ever get introduced to these people till the video comes out and, and we, see the, we see the black person getting, getting handed that work. But when when you when you got your when you got your your Davy Crockett Kundalini hat of 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 Kundalini on, you you look at things objectively. You open your eyes up and try to analyze shit for what it is. Like, how did we get here? What what all transpired prior to this damn videotape going off? 
what were the chain of events that led to this shit? And then once you learn the chain of events, like, oh, well, if that person hadn't did that, we probably wouldn't know this person. Yeah, probably be still be, yeah, Jacob Blake, that's his name. We'd probably still be breathing air. He'd probably still be breathing air and all this fuck shit. But now we don't ever get introduced to them till after the cops do some fuck shit, and, you know, or whatever the case may be. But then when you bring up, well, what happened? Oh, you victim shaming. You know, fuck that. Nigga, I'm, I'm fine. I'm going to be a victim shamer. I want to know what happened. How, how did we get here? Because let's go back to, let's, let's go back to this nigga right here, right? Let's go back to this nigga right here. Let me put my screen back up. This thing about this, right? Let me find a picture. Think about this. Now, what if, what if, right, the cops rolled up, because what if the cops rolled up on this nigga and started whooping off in his ass? They caught him, he resisting, they punching him, hitting him with the tasers, and they're just some random pedestrian out there filming this shit. Do y'all know we would probably be having a different discussion right now? We'd probably be talking about police brutality and, and justice for um, Keith, Keith Moses, if, if a video came out showing the cops whooping off in his ass, blasting him with the tasers, trying to take him down, you probably have niggas online talking about justice for Keith Moses and totally ignoring the fact that Keith Moses just shot five people and killed three of them. That's, that's probably what we would have been talking about. I promise, I can almost promise you that would have made that probably would have made national news. I, I promise you, that's what more than likely would have happened. Niggas be talking about he ain't do nothing. Because we already seen this happen once. Who remembers the nigga in Philly? Right? Philadelphia man killed with knife. Who remembers this nigga up in Philly? Right? Walter Wallace. Who remembers this? This happened um, two years ago. Who remember this? Walter Wallace out here walking around with a blade in his hand, right? Cops is, uh, he's, 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 the cops are backing up from him. And then it finally gets to the point they shoot this nigga down in the streets because he kept approaching him when he had like a kitchen knife on him. Everybody was about to start protesting and tearing up Philadelphia. Comes out comes out that Walter has a history or had a history of beating up his own mother. His mother was the one that called the cops on him that day because he was in there physically beating up his own mom. It turns out he had a documented history of doing this to his own mother in the past, of beating up his own mom. But when we saw the video, all we saw was this, him walking with the knife, approaching the cops, and then they finally shot and killed him. And everybody was like, man, they didn't have to shoot him. He, he, didn't, he didn't do nothing. He wasn't next. It's like, my nigga, he is walking towards the cops holding a blade. But then, like I say, when it comes out, why were the cops there? His mother called the police because he was literally earlier that day whipping his mother's ass putting them paws on his own mama and had a history of doing the crap. 
But if you mention that part, you a cool, you a hater, you a suck, you all this fuck shit. That's why I say embrace being a coon. The coon will allow for you to not just focus on the, the snippet that's making the rounds on media and social media and try to look at the totality of everything that's going on. What caused them police to be there in the first place? Oh, this nigga is in here beating up his own mother. This nigga is violent towards the woman that gave birth to him. His mother probably in her, in her 50s or 60s he and they're just whooping her ass. And she the one called the police. But the thing is, everybody was tripping because when the cops showed up and shot him, you can hear his mother talking about, don't shoot my baby. Well, obviously the mama's going to say that about her kid. But at the same time, that's what he was doing. He was beating up his own mother. But if you mention that, you ain't supposed to mention all that. You know what I mean? We just supposed to focus on this part right here. But I promise you, if 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 somebody had been outside with a camera and caught this, was just watching who didn't know what was going on, and they saw these cops jump down on this dude and maybe punch him a couple times, shock him with the taser or whatever, stomp him out a little bit, Oh, niggas be out in the streets right now talking about police brutality. They wouldn't, they wouldn't give a rat's ass that he just clapped this little nine-year-old girl, this news reporter, shot her mother, shot the, 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 new, the other news reporter dude, killed the other woman in the car. Like They would just totally ignore the five people he shot and the three he killed. All they would be like, oh, the police is wrong. They shouldn't have beat him up. Nah, fuck that. They should have, they should have stomped this nigga into a, a, a mud hole. I would have been cool with it. I would have been perfectly fine with it. You know, like them cops did old boy up in Memphis. Now nah, them cops was dead ass wrong. But if them cops had a if them cops had a whooped off on his ass, because matter of fact, let me show you another guy. Marquise Lloyd. This happened down here in Orlando. Orlando, a wild place, man. It ain't just Disney World down here. Let me tell you about this nigga. This happened probably about five years ago. When this happened? Yeah, this happened back in 2017. Let me tell you about this nigga right here. This nigga Marquise Lloyd. This nigga killed his pregnant girlfriend. Shot her and killed her. Oh, and this happened in the Pine Hills area, too. I don't know if my brother's still up in here, but this happened in the Pine Hills area, too. So this nigga, this, yeah, this nigga, this is his pregnant girlfriend right here. He shot and killed his pregnant girlfriend, right? Didn't stop there. So the helicopters is all out. Because I, I remember this shit. The helicopters is all out, you, you know, just, just looking for this nigga. This nigga goes to a Walmart right near mercy drive where where i was just telling y'all about where that other woman killed some shit he's in the walmart and he sees this police officer this black female cop let me see if i can find her where's she at oh right here she, she just happens to be in the Walmart. I think she may have been in her uniform. 
Marquise goes up to her in Walmart and guns her down on site in Walmart after he just killed his pregnant girlfriend. He goes somehow, he makes it to the Walmart, sees her, and just dumps on her as soon as he sees her. I don't even think she knew what the hell was going on. Anyways, they catch up to this nigga. They catch this is what this is what it looked like when they caught him. They beat the brakes off this nigga. They they whooped all in his ass when they caught him. Like this was literally what he was looking like when they caught him. Remember that episode of Martin? Martin fighting Tommy Hearns. Who remember that? Let me see if I can find it. <clears throat> They had this nigga looking like Martin Lawrence over here. Y'all remember this episode? They stomped this nigga into a mud hole. Rightfully so. I ain't see, I ain't had no problems with it. I ain't, cops did all that. Cops gave him all types of work that day. All types of work. They went to town on this dude. As they should. I ain't see no problems with it. If I had been out there, I would have tried to get a lick in too. They gave this nigga the business. This is him when they caught him. See his face all bruised up? They went to town on this dude. He all up in court looking like this. I ain't see no problem with it. He, he, he killed his pregnant girlfriend and then killed this cop on the on just 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 killed her. So, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so, that's what I'm saying. You got to you got to embrace this kundalini lifestyle cuz this will allow for you to see things objectively, man. You guys got to come up out of this woke trance of the race soldiers is hunting us and days killing us cuz I already gave you all the statistics. You got like a 0. 0.0003 chance of being killed by a cop. I did the math for you. Matter of fact, I think I'm going to go find that video I did like a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to chop up that segment and show you the simple math that you can use to calculate. Well, what are the chances of you being killed by a cop? You probably got a better chance of winning the Powerball lottery than you do got being killed by a cop unjustly. But I'm just saying, you got to put the Kundalini glasses on, man. It'll allow for you to examine things, be like, you know, niggas, social media is a motherfucker. Social media be having you thinking thinking the sky is falling you watch enough videos you'd be like oh shit the sky really is falling but then you go outside and the sky is still be in the sky but then you'll be outside oh man the white man he just the white man using magical tricks to keep the sky up because you don't want us to know that the sky is falling you be on some dumb nigga shit like that and then you start watching hidden colors and listening to jason black and michi x and sean king and Reverend Al sharpton and all them then you just become stupid all over again. I'm telling you, embrace being a coon. It'll help you see things clearly. It'll help you make proper decisions so that you can avoid crazy niggas. Like, I mean, you might, listen, you might have to be out there profiling niggas. You might have to be on some profile nigga type of shit. You might have to. You might have, you, you might see a nigga that look like this. Where you go? You might see a nigga that look like this and you might be like, you know, let me cross the street. Let me lock the door. Let me get away from this nigga. 
But guess what? That might mess around and save your life too. You know what I'm saying? It might mess around and save your life. I'm telling you, cooning will save your life, man. In 99% of the times. Because you, you, you'll you be cautious. You'll see a nigga with his, with his crazy dreads looking like this, with his damn Nike slides on. And because all these niggas is packing, all these niggas got guns on them. Every last one of them. They all got guns on them. And, you know, you should have one too. But you got to be cautious around these niggas because they'll set it off. They, they don't, these niggas don't care. No matter what's going on, they, they going to set it off. It's, old, it's young, young niggas and old niggas. Because I told you about uh, Sammy's mom. This nigga is a whole singer out in these streets. Like I said, he went to high school with my brothers. He was like two years behind. This nigga's a whole professional singer. He don't been on songs with Lil Wayne. Like in the early 2000s, he was like one of them up and coming kid kitty singers. His mama sitting in jail right now for murder. His mama shot this woman right here. So it, it, it ain't just the young nigga thing. It's even with these old niggas too. Male and female. She out here with her gun shooting random shots at random cars and killed this young woman coming home from the grocery store. And this woman had two kids. And this is Sammy, in case y'all don't remember, this is what he looked like when he was a kid. But go look him up from the early 2000s. This is a whole professional singer out in these streets. His mama's sitting in jail right now. You know what I mean? So you might have to embrace this cooning. This cooning might save your life, man. That's the message I want to drive home. You gotta, you gotta, it'll, it'll allow for you to engage in critical thinking, apply your brain, and just sit back and examine things. Look at your surroundings, be like, all right, something don't feel right. Something feel a little off. Let me go ahead and pack my stuff and get the hell up out of here. It might, it might save you. And if people call you, Oh, you scared. You hate yourself. You Who gives a fuck, nigga? I'm finna go back to the crib and chill, nigga. I'm not finna be out here dealing with you niggas trying to prove my blackness or prove I'm down for the cause. Fuck that, nigga. I'm down for going to my crib and, 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 and chilling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm down for. You dig? All right, that's my time, ladies and gentlemen. I'm about to go. Shout out to everybody who uh, put some money in here. I think it was Sexy Red. Y'all go support Sexy Red. I know she was talking smack the other night indirectly about me, but it's all good, Sexy Red. Um, anyways, that's all I got. Y'all be safe out in these streets. I'm out. Peace.